Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Dadsnet original podcast. Right, before we dive into this week's episode, we want to remind you about the Merlin annual huge year of epic offer, which is on right now, actually. We're taking full advantage of it today, actually, Jack, aren't we? That's right. We're a Legoland today. And you have until the 22nd of May to get the great discounts on the various annual passes, which all start from just £69. Honestly, this is an amazing way. As a man that loves saving money, as a dad that loves saving money, this is awesome, right? You can save up to £60, and it's well worth it, like, for summer days out with the kids. Because you can go as many times as you want. It's like the pass is unlimited, right? Uh, We've had an absolute blast with the kids at Legoland. And um, look, that Merlin Pass is also able to be used in so many other locations as well. And we can come back to Legoland whenever we want. they got Chessington, Alton Towers... Lego Discovery Center, Bear Grylls, there's so much and I'm going to make full advantage of this pass and go to every single one over the next 12 months. <laughs> yeah, the great thing I like about it is it's almost like it's going to inspire you to do things because she's like, well, I've paid for this now, so I'm going to go to all these places. You seek them out, you have amazing family days and you it's not cost, you've paid for it. Like, you just walk through the door. Like, it's amazing. Look, That's it. Um, I mean, we've, we've all got to, like... We've got to do things with the kids, don't we? Otherwise, we are all going to go mad. <laughs> and so literally, just walk up to the door, flash your uh, pass, and, and you're in. It's that, like, no messing about. You feel like a proper VIP, don't you? That's yeah, right. I think you'll find I'm an annual pass holder. <laughs> and actually, you can see people. I'm on I'm on full watch today, Jack. I've seen people walking around with their lanyards on, flashing their platinum passes. Look, grab yourself a Merlin annual pass. It's the year of Epic. Huge savings get involved. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Hello and welcome to another episode of some dads sitting around having a bit of a chat doing dad things. On the way, you can win yourself a year's pass for Merlin activities. It is a huge prize that we have to give away. You can find out more about that a little bit later on. We've also got a look inside the news to see how it affects parents. And we're going to play a game as well. We like to play a game at the start of the show. But first of all, I should introduce the panel who I can see on my Zoom call. They're all crossing and uncrossing their legs to put me off but it's okay because I have more willpower than Boris Johnson not a big brag obviously Um, because we have a substitute this week we have someone in place of Sparky I'm going to introduce the panel in the well the substitute that they would be so Jack um, you always used to be our meat substitute but uh, <laughs> the, yeah, no. the veg- <laughs> veganism ended, so you'd have to be the opposite. You'd have to be when you go to a vegan restaurant and they have like a, a, a special tiny little menu where they make the same thing, but they put a little bit of ham in instead. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or it could be a vegetable substitute. Yeah, you could be. I mean, I, that sounds like it's an insult. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
necessarily have gone for that, but that's fine. <laughs> I think I think uh, Jim, that might actually touch home home a little bit too much. I think with his um, basketball team, he is usually the substitute. Oh, oh nice. right, okay, no, nice. oh, yes, <laughs> very good. Do they call them substitutes in in basketball? Or is there like an American? Yeah, like you, an in- you have subs. Are they, are, are they interchange players or some ridiculous I'm, name? The I mean, Americans it, it, give them? it is rolling subs, but it, but you would you would call it subs or bench bench players, bench players. Okay, right. <laughs> Uh, Brad's just to clarify I'm the coach so I'm in the starting lineup. <laughs> you you're sleeping with the coach so yeah, yes you are yeah. <laughs> gives amazing hand jobs <laughs> 5 out of 5 would recommend <laughs> Uh, and you call the chroma crabs as well. It's like I've got this image of the uh, little pincers. For the show. I don't think you know, that really fits with what we've been talking about. Claw jobs. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds painful. Uh, Brad is here. Brad, um, I'm going to say Brad is Ramachandranathan because he has replaced Anne Robinson on The Weakest Link. Anne Robinson used to be really harsh on it. Ramesh, not so harsh. Brad, I think you've curtailed your harshness in recent weeks on this podcast. I have. You guys have softened me. Uh, it could be because of the Ofcom No, it's just because I don't find you that attractive anymore, that's all. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's absolutely fine. It's not the first time I've been told that today. So. I walk away feeling a little flaccid, you see, that's why. And the, the reason we're talking about substitutions is because Al Ferguson, the the guru of the dad's net, is here in place of Sparky. Now, um, Al, the substitution you would be would be um, that time when I ordered satsiki on me takeaway shopping thing uh, which is delicious and tesco swapped it for taramasalata <laughs> which is not so al welcome to loose dance oh thanks thanks so much for such a warm loving welcome <laughs> i mean by loose dad standards that is pretty welcome yeah, no, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah to be fair i'll take it Um, And I would be Oli Gunnar Solskjaer because I only need a few minutes to outshine the rest. Now, I realise that to to Brad and Jack, (laughs) Brad and Jack, that won't mean much. No, but Al, you you get that, right? I get that. I remember watching that from the bedroom. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, well... (laughs) Okay. To be fair, to come back to you, um, Jim, that is the only thing he ever did. Um, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Jim, did you say Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it, but he used to play for Man United back in the 90s. Yes, he what? did. Yes, and that's when I used to watch football, dude. So I oh. do know because I used to have, I had, I had a little Man United um, figurine set and he was one of the players. Oh, well, there you go. See, there's a football reference. We're finding a football reference that we can all enjoy except Jack. I know know him from uh, Football Manager 99 slash (laughs) 0. The only time I ever enjoyed football as a child who didn't know better. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Well, that's the panel today. Let's play a game. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh, This is a game that we've not played for a while. What we do is it's called Under Overrated. We have someone sitting in the the seat of doom and we throw things at them, like it could be uh, TV shows or concepts, products, whatever it is, and they have to say whether they're underrated or overrated. Now, Al, as our guest, would you sit in the chair of doom today? I'd be honoured, Jim. Okay. And Brad, have you got something to put to Al? Yes. (laughs) Parenting. (laughs) <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, way overrated. Nice. nice. So, so it's the founder of Dad's Net. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, 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 I, can we qualify our answers? Is that how this works? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you probably should, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's overrated insofar as a lot of people rush into it and and that's where it's overrated i would say it's underrated if you are organized and well planned and well prepared and you know you've done everything you need to do and whatever else 
There you go. That's about that six works? parents in the entire world, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, no, I've not met one of them yet. <laughs> no. If you are one, get in contact with us through uh, our social channels. Yeah. We'd love to know if, yeah. uh, if there's no, an organised parent. Don't, you smug git. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're off living life. They're like, they're off having a whale of a time. Are they the people who say, um, we're not going to have our life ruled by our kids. They're going to, they're going to be part of our lives and then they actually stick to it whereas everyone else who says that ends up a slave to their babies <laughs> I think that's the perfect analogy Jim yeah yeah I um this week after you know forever saying I will I will never introduce like a star chart or anything for my kids you know it's just not just not gentle parenting is it uh we've now got pom-pom jars <laughs> Oh, yeah. nice. Do something good, get a pom-pom in the jar. Piss me off, I'm going to take them all away. <laughs> <laughs> Why pom-poms? Um, I don't know. It's an American sport thing, isn't it? It's like <laughs> yeah, cheerleaders, oh, cheerleaders, drop them. Pom-poms, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's just nice and tactile. You know, they get to put an actual pom-pom in. It feels like a, a thing that they're doing. Right, okay. Yeah, I suppose. We used to have marble jars in the classroom. Because ah, you used to be a teacher, didn't you? I did. Oh, my God. That we used must to use have, marbles. That must have been hell. I, in did fact, you, did you, you have, have kids you have... before or after teaching? <laughs> uh, after. Only only just. Oh, right. Only marginally. So you, right. you had that I... experience and then... and then thought, now I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, this is a very dodgy subject for me. I can't go too into too many details, else I'll have a load of emails. <laughs> but I bet what happened was that you had a massive list of names that you would never call your child because they had yeah. too many bad connotations with um, challenging 100%. children. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I, I, I couldn't have a Noah. Just, just throw it out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Jack, have you got something to throw to Al to say whether it's underrated or overrated? Yeah, similar, similar one. Um, owning a dog. Underrated. Lying. <laughs> Ma- massively underrated. But really? It, yes. Yes. It, it all depends on your disposition, your um, your approach to owning a dog, the breed of dog you have. But if you if you nail it, it's well underrated because it's the best thing ever. The, so, it sounds like he, the, the kind of answer he gave for the previous one about parenting. Is yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. If you assess it and you analyse it yeah. and you go in prepared, it's and you underrated. Get right. You've got to get the breeding right. Yeah. You've got, yeah. right. yeah, you got to breed with the right person for parenting to be underrated. <laughs> you have to yeah. see their parents. Yeah. 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 No, that's true. <laughs> the, the, reason, the reason I've asked this one is because um, I listened to Al's podcast the other week and him and Jay were talking in depth about milking their dog's anal glands. And um. and my God, <laughs> I was retching whilst listening. The thought Well, your your brain's bringing it up again. Why why would you have to do that or is it just a leisure activity? <laughs> <laughs> All the breeding's done with. Might as well go milk a ground. <laughs> no, it's not no, it's not. The reason I mean I can go into it if, if you want, but Jack, just close your ears. What the, the reason are you all there yeah. you yes yes yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, you're, you're all just you like when you start talking <laughs> about it <laughs> yeah. um, it's funny because our safe why? word is anal glands so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's confusing <laughs> um, so the reason why is because basically if they have a good poo when they poo good poos it pushes the, on the anal gland and the, the muck comes out with the poo. But if they don't have good solid poos, the anal gland muck yeah, doesn't that's enough. come out. That's enough. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done. So if you want to listen to Al's podcast, it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah. It's not usually to do with dogs. It's don't called, tell don't your mum ta- about the anal gland milking. 
<laughs> Don't tell your bum. About- <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> to be fair, you don't want to do it as a surprise. No, well, no, no. I'm not just some dogs. Certainly not with some dogs. <laughs> it would be the last thing you did, wouldn't it? There you go. Um, okay, Al, craft beer, underrated or overrated? Overrated, but only just. Right, okay. If you're prepared before you get there, then it's underrated. Yeah. If you choose the right beers in the, and you're drinking in the right environment. Yeah. No, no, none of that. But uh, it's it's just gone a bit silly. That's what I think. I think it's like, yeah, there's like a craft beer is really nice. And, and then when people start mixing ridiculous things into your beer, it's that's when you know it's gone too far. <laughs> So you think this, so, there should uh, be a division between beer and cocktail? That's so, what we're saying. Well, can, can I bring in yeah. something a little bit re- relevant? So I might be mistaken, but I think one of the additives for raspberry flavoring is beaver anal gland juice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so not, not too far off, topic, is it? No, that's what I'm saying. Have we jumped to the news section? Not, this is one of Brad's no, crazy no, no, news well, stories. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying, you're talking about when they add some weird things into beer, and like in a lot of things that you eat you get some weird additives anyway so so ne- oh, oh. next time you have to give that anal gland a squeeze try and mix it into your own craft beer see what it work- <laughs> works so out you go, oh, that tastes like marshmallows huh yeah <laughs> what so what does the beaver is the raspberry did you say it's it's one of them dude i'm sh- i'm sure it might be um beaver anal glands yeah the anal anal gland secretion of the beavers or something like that what why don't they use Raspberries. Just, I mean, out of interest. Just because it's not as much fun to farm them. No, true. Good point. <laughs> Less of a challenge, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Brad, have you got something else for Al? Yes, I do. Sorry, let me just. I was just busy researching. Um, yeah, and it was used. Use. I mean, I'm not sure if it is now or it might still be or not, but it was as a strawberry and raspberry flavoring substitute. Um, is, is this like the God. next Brewdog scandal? Is this like that what this is? <laughs> um, all right, here's my VL. Also, a- who, just wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> who found that out? <laughs> who went, I'm, I'm just going to have a little drink. No, you know what it was? They had a little bit left on their fingers. Oh, oh right. Okay. Accidentally, <laughs> like, rubbed their lips. And went, Oh, I think oh, 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 oh. Mm. Mm. that'd work well in a craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, cover it. Um, all right. So, as a parent, again, this one is prevalent: morning coffee, your first brew um, of the day, or cup of tea, whichever one you prefer. Ah, okay, right, okay, fine. Now, it's underrated. It's the best thing in the world. Sometimes I will get out of bed purely for a cup of tea. Nice. Whoa. When you could have mm. been spending more time in bed asleep. Yeah. I'd rather just get up, have a cup of tea. I mean, Jim, well, would you, say, would you say he's above you in like the dedication to tea? Well, I mean, I love a cup of tea, don't get me wrong, but I would also prefer to sleep more. So, <laughs> no, no, you see, there's there's this magical moment of the day, which is before your kids and your partner are up. And you can just have a cup of tea. Five a.m. Sit down and just and just just drink a cup of tea. Just just be. It's magical. There's not a time of day before my son's up. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> also, I, I, how good would that be? Well, you, yeah, okay, it'd be they, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, guys, I want to introduce you to the concept of an invention that I think came out in like the sixties or seventies. It's called a tea's made, right? You don't have to get out of bed for your cup of tea. I mean, have you seen those tea's maids, though? Like, you would definitely, definitely short-circuit the whole house and burn it down. Like, I mean... We had one when I was a kid for a very short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> Before can, that Also, went. can I... If, I mean, I don't want to give too much insight into my marriage here, but if I was... If I woke up at six o'clock, started making a cup of tea and then sipping it a metre from my wife's head. I, I would make it to 6.30. But that's the worst idea ever. Yeah, Burning the house down would be the least of my worries. Yeah, fair, okay. 
I've um, I do a couple of times in the last couple of weeks I've woken up and that first couple of two of the day is a glorious thing it is a, it's a really good big thing but and I, I've just accidentally made a really rubbish cup of tea the first couple of times and it, honestly it sets your day off wrong you know that day is never going to get better you know that day is ruined already if you have like a really horrible milky tea and it's just yeah just, I'd like that's when I should go back to bed, but I've got children going, you feed me, feed me. So I can't instantly. <laughs> you see what so, I miss the most about, and I don't know if this is just coming down to me aging or whatever, but like my, my, my system has changed and I, I always used to really appreciate waking up in the morning, having my first hot cup of coffee and then five minutes after needing to have a big old crap. <laughs> but now I think my, my, my body system it doesn't happen anymore so I don't get as much joy out of my morning my first cup of coffee in the morning anymore because <laughs> you want a coffee that brings results exactly. and that is not anymore exactly. right. instant instant results yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> I think to be honest the first cup of tea of the day is good but you know what a really good cup of tea is the first one after you drop the kids at school uh, getting back home isn't that the one that I was talking about no, the one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Very good, very good. But that's the uh, that's the. I'm delaying doing any work. Uh, I've come back. Yeah. I, ca- I can't possibly start until I've had a cup of tea. Now that the house is vaguely quiet. May I? Tea, may tea. I just put out there? I do not know that cup of tea. I do not have that cup of tea. I drop the kids off at nursery and then I am straight to work. Yes, of course you are. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, I yes. forgot Jack's boss is on the uh, the show. Um, I, I can't say I've noticed. <laughs> oh, zing! It's right my, on the way. My one to one. This is your appraisal. Your, your monthly appraisal. Uh, on the way, we are going to be talking about uh, things that you've done that are probably sackable offences at work. So, um, ooh, this could be awkward. Uh, that's coming up when we discuss the news next on uh, Loose Stats. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is Loose Dads from Dads Network on social media. Get us on Instagram at Loose Dads Pod or on Facebook. Search for Loose Dads Podcast and you'll find our group there. Uh, also, keep listening to this podcast. Listen through all this, Gubbins. Listen through Brad's whatever he's going to bring to the news agenda, which is probably something <laughs> disgusting. All right. Keep going through that. There is a Merlin annual pass to give away. This is a major, major prize. This will entertain you throughout school holidays and weekends for an entire year okay so you need to stick around in order to win that on loose dads so let's have a look inside the news inside the news this week it's like a roller coaster in the world of Westminster. There's people accusing other people of crossing and uncrossing their legs in a provocative manner, which is the just most ridiculous thing. There's people getting fined, people being accused of dodging their taxes, and now there is a Conservative MP who's under investigation, having been caught watching porn on his mobile phone while sitting next to a female minister in the Commons chamber. This is just, at the moment, people are, are trying to write political satire and struggling to come up with anything that is more bizarre than what's already going on so 
this is um, I just yeah it's I mean this is a big story this is uh, today on the Wednesday when we're recording this probably will be going for a while as people go through all the Tories and going is it him <laughs> I mean we all thought it was the Prime Minister first of all but presumably that would be a bigger story if it was so it was, <laughs> let's say it's not but it, you know he's just most likely um, so I just thought has anyone ever been caught looking at something at work that they shouldn't have not necessarily something like that but anyone been ever had a, been caught doing that? Al, have you been caught looking at uh, something at work? Well, I, I mean, I've got a lot to say on this. So, <laughs> so first of all, first of all, have I been caught um, uh, looking at something I shouldn't when I was at work? So I, when I used to be a primary school teacher, I'd already started Dad's Net, and it was like a side hustle. It was something I just did in the evenings. But gradually, as it got a bit more, a bit bigger, I ended up starting to do something in lunch times on a school computer. And it was all just like, it was just like writing a blog or something about 10, I don't know, nappy potty training or something. Uh, but they didn't like me doing that on the school computer. So I did get caught doing that. But what I think about this new story, every, whether you like it or not, every single man that has WhatsApp has a friend who sends them videos and... I've been in places like all over in, like, and you're watching a video that your mate sent you and you generally trust him because he's your mate. And then it, it could be something completely like normal. And then all of a sudden there's like these two people having sex on your phone. Mm, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now I, so if whoever this minister is, this happened to, he just needs to say that. And everyone will go, yeah, yeah, yeah it happened to me. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like, he got sent yeah, one, of those, one of those videos where it looks innocuous and then you turn the volume up because you can't quite hear it. And then it goes, ah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what happened. And we've, like, everyone's been in that situation. I also just want to follow up with what Al has been saying is if you do have a friend who does that, please make sure that you do delete the media from your camera roll yes. on your phone. You do not save talking. automatically. This yes. is what we've learned. This is the one lesson out of a year and a bit of doing loose dads. This is the one lesson that we can <laughs> give to people. Yes. Do save to camera roll because yes. I used to yeah. have save to camera roll turned on and when I went to show my cleaners a picture of my wife as a child. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that, no, not that one. No, no, no. And and the thing is, like, and Brad, obviously we know this because of most of Brad's news stories, but there is a lot of really weird porn, porn yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess that's the question. Like, was this minister, was it just regular porn? Yeah. Or was it something like... <laughs> Ultra weird. Yeah, there's there's a there's a level of of category that is is allowed to be scolded for. Like if it was just your general run of the mill porn, you're like nah, slap on the wrist. But if it was like <laughs> some hardcore BDSM, some strange stuff. When I mean when they do the uh, the public inquiry into this, it will be hilarious to see them go through the grades, the the, the yes, Brad yeah, grades. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. What I wanted, I, I wanted what, to come out what, that he was a furry or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I bet it was because everyone's seen it is that there's that huge black man who's just sitting on the side of a bed with a yeah. like he's bald yeah, yeah. and he's very muscly with a massive penis yeah. and he's infamous for this image yeah. he's had done interviews about it all over I bet it was that I bet he just had that one <laughs> that goes round all the time <laughs> I, um, I do have a question though Al would you allow Jack to watch porn during work hours because we did cover a story not too long ago ah oh, Jack don't put up your, I, this, is, this, is, this is Jack has not asked this question he has not no this was not just Brad my, could you just, just my ask general query. yeah yeah because um, a few months ago we did cover a topic where some workplaces were getting masturbation stations for yes. some employees so I was just wondering if you um, if you're willing to make that investment in your employees down the line or and if you're not I am prepared to unionize. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're currently in a one room office. <laughs> so the masturbation quarters would effectively be like behind a desk. <laughs> like with one of those doctor's so the, screens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're just like, turn the music up, everyone. <laughs> you know, it would, it would be like, it would be a bit um, odd in our, in our exact situation. But I did listen to that and I did think it was, absolutely ludicrous i mean there is an argument there for like just just 
let people work from home. Are there are there people who can't get through a work day without doing that? Because like, that would be. that would be concerning. <laughs> it might be. I, I guess Jack? there must be some reason. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I've been multiple hours without. Yeah. So. yeah. Jack, I mean, Jack, this is like me. This is like like employee employer mediation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, on that theme, there was. I mean, Jack, you've worked in radio. Did you work in radio at the time when they used to be overnight presenters? Um, um, no, that was just before my time. All oh, right, okay, because yeah, most of those have a reputation for having done <laughs> regularly <laughs> this uh, exact type of thing. Acts, yeah, <laughs> yeah, lewd acts. <laughs> you you couldn't get away with it now, though. Like all the global stations, all the power stations, they like filming twenty four seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, all like glass windows. Yeah, yeah. But also, if you did that, like. I, I would probably just fall asleep afterwards. <laughs> so if you were a nighttime presenter and you did that, it should be like, where's Al? Where's, where's Al? He's, he's asleep again. To be honest... He, he's rolled over and he's asleep. Most of the overnight presenters that I know would have done that because of the five pints they'd had before the show anyway. So, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, heady yeah. times in radio. I wonder why that stopped. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> five pints and a wank is like guaranteed sedative. <laughs> Uh, Jack, have you got a new story? <laughs> yes. Adrian Charles. Oh, not heard from him for a while. I know. What's he up to? Do you know what he's got in his house? Uh, a, a, a fridge. He's got a fridge. <laughs> he's got a fridge okay. and a sofa and let, a telly. Let me go. Let me go. More specific. Something you wouldn't necessarily find in someone's home in the bathroom. A, a snake, a bar- a, a barbecue <laughs> a trouser grill. snake. Uh, no, a swimming pool. No, okay, it is more it is more bathroom based than any of these things. Uh, but you wouldn't find it in a bathroom, but it's more bathroom based. It's, it's uh, yeah. he has a bidet. No, he's got a urinal. Oh, he's got a urinal. Okay, yeah. I thought that was amazing. So yeah, was, that is like bathroom based, but not something you'd find in a bathroom. Yeah, that is the definition. You, That's yeah, strange. Yeah. And and he says, you know, he, like he sings its praises. You know, it's great. It's it's like a stand up. It's it's clean. It's neat. Um, there's no splashing. <laughs> Could you ah, That's a lie. And he said, but women wretch at the sight of it. And I thought. I don't know how many women are coming back to your bathroom, Adrian, <laughs> because you have a urinal. Uh, that suggests not a lot of women frequent that bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he must have another toilet as well, because, you know, it's, it's when he's had his morning coffee. <laughs> yes. Women women don't really know about urinals, though, do they? Uh, no, I guess not. I guess not. If it's one of those mysteries no. of... Uh, of- well, I don't know if they've ever no. been to a to like a, a festival, and sometimes they all sneak in to go have a whiz in the men's urinals. I guess they would know with their shewees and stuff. I've I've discovered recently that if you you can test this out, this is something that everyone listening and you guys can test themselves at home. If you do a wee, pull down your trousers like right to your ankles, so you've got bare legs, right, and just pay attention. To how much splash you yeah. you feel on your legs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. On like stand in your normal position, you'll be horrified. That's why. That's why I'm sitting down, Al. You don't that's need why any of that shit. That's why I don't wear chinos anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, 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 you're a terrible moment in fashion. Hundred percent spot on, dude. Because I noticed that after uh, peeing standing up, and you look at the the tiles on the floor, and you're like, shit, there's a lot of droplets in, over there because it all yeah. splashes back. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. And then the urinals are bad. Yeah. Like people say they don't, there's those Armitage Shanks ones, which has that little strip down the middle, which is supposedly stops splashing. It doesn't. It just like pushes it in a different direction. No, what you need is the, um, you know, the blue spiky boy mat at the bottom. It's mm. got lots of lots of spikes on it, and that sort of breaks up the flow, and you don't get a lot of splash mm. off of those. The only, like the flat mats at the bottom of urinals, bo- bollocks. Um, the, little, the little cube, terrible. Splashing Jack. everywhere, but the, the the spiky boy—that's what you want. Could you could you just run me through visually, like how you would approach a, a urinal at three a.m. in the morning, 
and sitting forward like how you do with your toys <laughs> well a urinal is specifically designed to to go in forward i guess <laughs> yeah all right so then you got to flip it so you got to go in backwards then actually yeah yeah you got to do it the art about face so so this is a reference to a long time ago where jack admitted jack admitted yeah, that he, he quite often <clears throat> Strad- it's a fair to say straddles the yeah, toilet yeah, so he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's facing towards the system yes. on the toilet in the middle of the night which I thought seemed more difficult than anything else but he seems to think makes things no, easier so. I, I have a genuine fear of sitting on my own bollocks when <laughs> when you go for a wee at night like Jack, the kids are working you flatter yourself mate. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> no like the kids have woken woken you up whatever you got up you dealt with them and then you're like right I, I'm going to have a piss before I go back to bed and you go and I'm going right I'm going to have a sit down one because it's the middle of the night it's dark I don't know where I'm aiming right and then you go to sit down and you clip a bollock on the loose seat or something so if I'm going down that way I literally will like cup myself until I'm sat <laughs> just as a shit. But the better way to do it is to not go in backwards at all, but going forwards and lower yourself in, you know. Could you, you know what everyone now is like completely confused? They're like, I don't know whether to admit that I've never clipped a bollock or not. I've never, <laughs> I've, I have 100% never I've just sat I've, on I've looked, my nuts. I've, I've looked up the uh, the hospital admission um, data. <laughs> uh, the hospital admissions in twenty twenty one for sitting on your own nads is, of course, it's zero. Of course, it's zero. <laughs> I've done it before. It's I, because everyone's <laughs> sitting front ways. Yeah, well, it should be. Uh, I genuinely have done it before, but stopped myself before I put my whole body weight on it. So, you know, cautionary tale. And let's just move on. Um, I just, I, yeah, we're not going to get anywhere here because this I, is ridiculous. I might be with Adrian Charles. I'm getting a urinal. <laughs> right, fine. With it, as long as it's got a spiky boy at the yeah, bottom. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, right, you need to find a supplier for those. Normally only do it for trade, don't they? So, I don't, don't want to nick one out of a pub. No, please don't. <laughs> if you, you know, I, my mum loves me telling stories about her on this podcast. Uh, once when she was a kid, she picked up a uh, pineapple, you know, those pineapple cube sweets you get. Mm. And she found one of those on the, just on the floor, on the, on the street. She picked one up, started chewing <laughs> oh. it. It was a urinal cube. Oh, man. <laughs> That'll run you. Wow. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> wow! That's the kind of thing that she should be telling a story about. Oh, my son did this. Yeah, not her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you knew my mum, it's um, the relationship's backwards. <laughs> we should do a we should do a loose dad special, and all your mums can attend. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, Al, we wanted Sparky's mum. Mum, the reason Sparky's not on tonight is because his mum's coming up, and she got here in the middle of the podcast. We actually wanted her on the podcast, but you had to do so. <laughs> she, she said no. She basically, well, no, Sparky said no. I think she'd have probably said yes. Sparky said yeah, no. Yeah, good reason. Can you imagine some? Yeah, imagine some of these conversations with Sparky's mum in it. So, Wendy, I think- have you ever sat on the toilet backwards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so you don't know the spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Al, what's your news story? We need to stop talking about that. Okay, well, I will bring us back from the the, the urinals, and um, my my news story is not it's not very niche. It's pretty mainstream, but it was and really it's just a snapshot, just to bring things a bit serious, more serious. But what's everyone's take of Mr. Musk's takeover of Twitter? Oh, uh, I Mr. Musk was like a, a children's TV character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was waiting <laughs> yeah. For I don't know Mr. Musk. That sounds awful. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I know. I know Mr. He's, Maker. Mr. Tumble. <laughs> Mr. Bloom as well. Mr. Bloom. Mr. Bloom. Favorite. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Muscle. I, I should have. I should have made that clear. Elon Musk's okay. takeover of Twitter. Because uh, Jim, I know you're. A, you like Twitter, don't you? Yeah, I don't use it as much at the moment because I, I haven't got time. And actually, it is starting to really 
drag me down a little bit just because it's just full of arguments now and I don't think that's going to get any better <laughs> with him <laughs> saying that we need more freedom of speech on Twitter I'm not <clears throat> sure we do and people say yeah. some horrible things on Twitter I think they need to just can it a little bit but um, yeah who knows he just seems to be starting to talk about it's never good when someone goes on their social media having taken over a, con- a company and starts slagging off the employees and stuff. I just think that yeah. can't bode well, can it? Um, and we've all had bad bosses, but he's like the uber bad boss, surely. No, no, com- no comment. No. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> um, I, I thought it was hilarious that he spent 44 billion on it and... You know, first of all, who was bidding forty-three billion? How how has it got to that number? <laughs> that was one of Twitter's mates on eBay, wasn't it? So Twitter has gone. Oh look, we've got ten minutes until it finishes, and it's only at three pound fifty. I know Elon's put a message in. Right, put forty-three billion in. Yeah, you've pushed him up. <laughs> Gutted for them when Elon pulls out and it goes to the second highest bidder, though. Yeah, it's like the old eBay hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but my second. Uh, you know, it cost him forty-four billion, but then Tesla shares, the, the value of Tesla dropped one hundred and twenty-six billion on the stock market after the news that he bought Twitter. So it's actually cost him a lot more. That I'm so confused though because, like, I've seen in the news like so many times over the last few years that he opens his mouth and boom, the shares drop, like by billions and he does yeah. this and the shares like how is there any more money <laughs> like because yeah. I mean, you guys, have to start from a, a very high place wow. that's how um the uh the, there's an old joke about how you become the, the one way to become a millionaire is to be a billionaire and buy a football club yeah. and then you become a millionaire <laughs> um, and i think maybe the, the modern equivalent is uh, is what elon musk is trying to do also just on the freedom of speech thing he is a man who on twitter named an innocent person as being a paedophile because he just didn't like him and he didn't get on with him so right. you know remember when those um that thai football team were stuck in a cave oh yeah and yeah and the, this bloke who out the goodness of his heart he was a british bloke who lived in thailand and uh he went and he, he went and down and saved them basically but elon musk had he- designed all these kind of crazy contraptions and he went we don't need it mate we're fine yeah, and he yeah, went man. oh British bloke in Thailand are you hmm? yeah hmm? and he called he like yeah. called him a paedophile he <laughs> did yeah he did that that guy his wife who was from Thailand was coincident he's like one of the world's renowned uh, cave divers yeah that's his, that's his hobby but his girlfriend or wife whatever uh, was from the town where the boys got stuck like just purely coincidentally that, right. that was how he knew about it Mm. Oh wow! There's a there's a documentary on Discovery Channel on Disney Plus, and it's really it's the best two hour documentary I've seen in a long time. Does he touch we on want his paedophilia? <laughs> no, no. Okay, right. We want the cave diver owning Twitter. We don't want the man who's there sitting on his phone calling him a paedophile. <laughs> yes, let's start the campaign. <laughs> but like, how many billions do you have from being a cave diver? <laughs> So, like, what was his whole purpose of buying buying Twitter out just so he can uncensor himself? I mean, like, it's... Like, yeah, he just, tw- he, he's, he's buying it so he can put Donald Trump back on it. Like, Twitter's been around for, like, how long? Like, what, must be, like, 12 years now or something like that, right? And it, doesn't it feel like you're investing a lot of money in a dying platform? It's still big in the States. It's really big in the States. Like, they'll be like, oh, why didn't he try and do something, like, really crazy and try and buy up MySpace? <laughs> well, Rup- Rupert Murdoch did that, didn't he? And it then tanked. Oh, so I think, yeah. Was it Justin Timberlake? We talked yeah, about it Justin on this Timber, before. Yeah. Justin Timberlake bought it first, then Rupert Murdoch bought it, and then everyone went, oh, no, we're all right, actually. <laughs> yeah, let's go b Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Brad, what's your news story? Um, once again, guys, the whole world is very, very slow on anything juicy. Um, so I did, yeah, yeah. I, but I did find a very um, funny article, which I'd like to get your opinion on. 
So the title is Man Given Parking Fine Because His Car's Shadow Was in the Disabled Parking Space. <laughs> no. Yeah. So no. a gentleman by the name of Matthew Cole, uh, who's a self-employed gardener. don't know how that's relevant for anything. He received a letter from the Lewisham Council that um, his car was parked in the disabled bay. Uh, and they sent him the photographs and you can see the cars parked within the lines but the shadow is overlaying into the <laughs> bay end ahead of him so he contested it and they said nope you need to pay so he paid the fine and then he thought bollocks I'm going to contest it again and eventually they've cancelled the fine <laughs> I just wanted to see your opinion on that and I, clearly from everyone's initial statements it's a load of bollocks it's just absolute BS that a council would charge you for your car and it was definitely the council not a not a private firm yeah 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 not like yeah not like those private parking firms no no it was the they can be council. knobheads oh yeah they can charge you for your aura being in their parking <laughs> yeah. space <laughs> and there's no way you can get back at that no. uh, that is yeah it's ridiculous isn't it but uh, funny I mean I'm glad it happened to someone else I'm glad it didn't happen to me <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't know if you guys ever heard that Joe Lysett story where he talks about his argument with the council about his car being parked in what they said was uh, uh, a taxi, a taxi rank bay. And um, they sent him a photo and they just sent a photo of his car on a normal looking road. There's no evidence that it was in a taxi bay. And so he said, well, you know, he basically then photoshopped a picture of his car on the moon and said, well, here's a picture of my car on the moon. Eventually they eventually they, they cancelled the bloody ticket. It's just ridiculous. Man. It is hard work. Like sometimes life is is just hard work. It's so unnecessary. Like this poor man, how much time must he have had to spend writing an appeal, yeah. filling out the bloody PCN ticket online? For, like he's... You know, he's probably got loads of important things he needs to do. He's gardening, some garden. Although if it was in winter, he doesn't need to do any gardening there, does he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, can we, like, let's look at it from the other side as well. The poor bugger whose job it is to just go around and write that. You cannot have a lot of job satisfaction in your life, can you? Uh, yeah, your shadow's over. I'm going to write you a ticket. But the person who has to... They have targets, though, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you so, see, the so they, it must be even more soul-crushing. You're like, well, you're not really, but... I've got, got to justify he, might, he was just one away from yeah, his yeah, day. Yeah. He was one off his target. Just thought, one more, oh, the shadow. Because oh, <laughs> I, I do have, I have a lot of sympathy for, for traffic wardens, which is not a phrase you hear very often. But, you know, it is a job. And it's an important job. And people do completely take the piss with parking and they get in the way and they stop people moving around they should be fined and they should be punished for that and they should not do it because they can cause a lot of uh, obstruction but when you go to to give someone a ticket for having a shadow over the line that's when you've probably not done your occupation the justice that it deserves I think but I feel for the person at the council who then had to look at that see the complaint and go right we're giving him his money back aren't we and his bosses went no no you're going to have to go and justify that so I have to write back and say no this is a legitimate fine okay Because it's always the bosses that do that. The bosses are the scum, aren't they? Aren't they, Jack? Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Awful, awful people. <laughs> I'll tell Jen. <laughs> uh, this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. On the way, your chance to win a Merlin annual pass and find out what happened when Jack and Sparky had a very special date together. I'm Al. I'm JK. And we're from Don't Tell Your Mum. Another podcast from the Dad's Net. And this is what you can expect. I am walking down a catwalk with Isla and Ted, hand in hand, behind Harvey Price. <laughs> Apparently they had like OK Magazine were taking photos and The Sun and ITV were there. And I was like, my life. Was Katie Price there? No. <laughs> I mean, can I speak freely? Yes, you can. Go. <laughs> she was in Thailand. So then what happened was he turned up. He wasn't sh- clean shaven or, or trimmed. And they said, is there anyone in the building that knows how to trim a beard? Did you volunteer that as well? No, I bloody didn't. (laughs) But Jen did. Oh, good old Jen. You trimmed Harvey Price's beard. 20 minutes later, I am in 
Harvey Spice's hotel room with some razors <laughs> trimming his beard. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? How? I'm looking at my life and I'm thinking, how, how am I here? Hey, I'm now a hairdresser to the stars. Yo, yes, you are. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Like, I'll add that oh, to my resume. You're going to have your own wax, your own gel range. Yes. So after you've listened to this podcast, why not listen to Don't Tell Your Mum? You can get it wherever you download your podcasts. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. It's me, it's Brad, it's Jack, and our special guest, Al. Al, the king of the Dadsnet. He's the the emperor of the Dadsnet, the the kaiser of the Dadsnet. Um, How are you enjoying the experience so far, Al? Yeah, I I was saying to you guys a bit before that this is one of the few podcasts I listen to religiously because I thoroughly enjoy it. So there's an element where I'm a bit fangirly to you guys. <laughs> I genuinely think it's one of the funniest podcasts I have, I've ever, I, I have, I listen to. Love it. It's like a competition winner, isn't he? That's what he's like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this, we're on social media. Get us on um, Instagram at Loose Dads Pod. Uh, put Loose Dads Podcast into Facebook and find us on our group there. And keep listening because very soon you could win a Merlin annual pass in the big question. The big. Question of the week. Uh, this is the big question, but it's not like how we'd normally do it. This was uh, what happened when Jack and Sparky met up at Legoland. They did the big question there. They didn't invite me and Brad, unfortunately, but you know, whatever. Just not bitter about that. They got to go and have fun. But, you know, just sent us messages all day telling us how much fun they were having. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's all right, Jim. I think um, I think you and I should go for, like, a, a nice dinner and brandy experience at, like, Heston's or something, you know? Yeah, some, something for the old people, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're fine. Sparky is older than me. <laughs> but he acts about 10 years yeah, younger. That's very <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is what happened when Jack and Sparky went to Legoland. So we are going to do the big question today live from Legoland. This is a moment. And the big question, you might be surprised to find out. Go on. It's somewhat related. This week, the big question is, what is a great day out with the kids? Well, that's convenient, uh, because we're on one right now. I'd say Legoland winter is a great day out with the kids. I mean, um, (laughs) that... that, I mean, a great day out is just being out in weather like this, sun's on, sun shining, meeting up with mates and their kids. Like, this is a great thing to do with other yeah. families as well, popping out to Legoland. Because, you know, as a parent, you just suffer together while the kids go mad. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legoland takes some of it. Uh, some That's of the it. You, you've, got to have, you've got to have so many things for the kids to do, don't you? Like, like if you're going to go to a pub, it's got to be one with a playground, you know? If, if you're going to a theme park, it's got to be one that is age appropriate for your kids Um, and the Merlin annual pass (laughs) like I I know I keep talking about it but you've got it doesn't matter how old your kids are Legoland you've got Duplo World yeah which which Jackson's Jackson's been taking full advantage of today he's loving it yeah Um, my two are slightly older so then we've been in the Haunted House we've been on uh, the Dragon's Apprentice you know we've been doing some of the bigger rides um, that you have to be about your height, I think, to go on, Sparky. <laughs> right, okay. Um, it's been a lot of height <laughs> gags today. Who are you, my fiance? She's been giving me stick as well. Like, you, no, no, mate. Um, no, she, she knew how tall you were when she got involved, didn't she? <laughs> she loves me for how tall I am, Jack. Right, leave it, man. <laughs> but my point is, like, it's, this place has got something for both of our kids. You know, Brad's kids would probably be better served with Alton Towers or Chessington. Yeah. So you know you've got you've got something for all age ranges, and there's so much for the kids to do. They can't drive you mad. That's that's my that's my key to a good day out. <laughs> Distraction tactics. It's like oh look here's yeah. some stuff. Come and look at this stuff. Like and yes. Legoland is some real cool stuff to look at. Like I mean yeah, we've right. been around as well. Like just Jackson's 
you know, he's just obsessed with, like, we've just been over there at that sort of, um, you know, the little mini model village, but everything's made out of Lego. So, you know, we've been to space, we've been uh, to, to France, we saw the Eiffel Tower, you know, <laughs> like, it, it, we've been all, but he's Travel just the world with, in one day. <laughs> train, boat, you know, it's great distraction tactics rather than him just sitting indoors going, snack, snack. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's been great today so far, but... Another thing, just quickly, I mean, I know we're trying yeah. to solve the problem of kids' days out. The Merlin Pass is great because not only about age-appropriate because you've got Orton Towers in there, like, I'm hoping for a day when Nanny can babysit and me and yes. SJ can use the Merlin Passes just to go to Orton Towers Yeah, ourselves. mate, that sounds like... Can we... Can me and Danny tag along? <laughs> no kids, though, mate. We're making it. No, no, kids. no, 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 no. Of course not, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do CBeebies land. I want to do... Like grown up Alton Towers. We can go on the smiler, mate. We're cute. We're cute. Right, for the smiler. <laughs> but I don't know. Kids' days out. What else is good? You know, like theme parks are always a winner. Um, you know, bring your pat lunch. Mate, I'm. I, you know, I've got one track mind probably because of where we are. But if you guys, if you the listeners, not you guys, you injected. If you the listener want uh, to get your hands on a Merlin annual pass, you can win one right here on this podcast. Would you like me to tell you how, Sparky? Um, please tell me how, Jack. <laughs> All you have to do... I feel like I'm going into game show mode. <laughs> we you need to go to back do. in the tunnels and you can come out like, All you have to do to win the Merlin Pass is we come out of Aladdin's cave. You could be here, like Alison Hammond on This Morning, mate. Come on. <laughs> right, pretend you're Ryland and tell us how we can win one of these passes. So all you need to do is uh, leave <laughs> leave a rating and a review for Loose Dads on Apple Podcasts. Five star preferably, but you know that's up to you. That's not in the T's and C's. <laughs> the T's and C's that you don't have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to rate and review. Rate and review and then take a screenshot of it and send that screenshot to dad at dadsnet.com. And that is your entry into winning a Merlin annual pass. Honestly, honestly, it's a life changer. I didn't even think about it. I hadn't even thought about it, you know? And then we started doing some work with Merlin and I'm like, this is the greatest idea. I'm getting one of these every year for the rest of my my life. Right, to Jackson's eight. Right, that's our advice. Big question, Merlin annual pass, win one. Right, come on in, Jackson. So there you go. That's what happened when Jack and Sparky met up for the day behind me and Brad's back when they went to Legoland. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind feeling left out. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to another episode. Jack, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Brad, thank you. Thank you. It's been and brilliant. Al, Al, should we have a little ripple of applause for Al? Oh, bravo, thank bravo. You. Well, well, guys... Guys, before you go, I, I actually have little gifts for you all. Oh, nice. Oh. I knew there was a reason we had you on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So It's not P45, so is it? Well- <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just Jack's. Okay, good. <laughs> no, but let's start with Jack. So I'm an avid listener. So I bought, I bought to the session today, um, I bought Jack um, some... Uh, what even is this? Some spinach. Because nice. I know he's a vegan, but then I know he's sometimes not a vegan, so I also bought him some pork mince. Oh, great. Okay. The so perfect combo. I know how- so, someone's just opened up their HelloFresh delivery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, together. So I know, I just know that you're a bit undecisive, so I got you both. Um, Brad, I know, I know how you generally feel most days. So I bought you a golden two fingers up at the world. <laughs> that's yours. I actually yeah, thought yeah. that that was that. That's what you were going to be like. You're like, hey guys, I bought you gifts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you for bird, you, right? I did. <laughs> nice. I did. Yeah. Nice. Uh, for Jim, I found I found a a vintage old penny. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> which you probably had in your mid-30s. Yeah, back it on the big size. <laughs> you could buy a house for that back in the day. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, to be honest, I in some, that. some parts of Yorkshire, you can still buy a house for that, but, you know. <laughs> uh, who, has, who was oh, the monarch on that? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's got the date, 1963. Mm. Oh. Is that the bell? <laughs> yeah, I, well, I definitely recognise it as a number. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then obviously Sparky's not here, but I, did, I didn't want him to leave out. So for Sparky, I bought a, um, a scale model of Sparky. Oh, oh yes. it's a little tiny thing. He's oh, mm. dead. I should have said life-size. A life-size yeah, life-size, life-size model of yeah. Sparky. Life-size. That would have be been better. <laughs> hey, would so you get a little gift? Little for you oh, would Sparky's mum have brought us those would she have brought she probably would actually wouldn't she I bet she would <laughs> but we've never had gifts from a guest before so uh, uh, yeah. bravo yeah, yeah. I mean the funny thing is I'm actually just going to keep them all because I, I can't even see any of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and Jack this is dinner so yeah. Yeah. and it probably won't keep till I'm next in the office so no <laughs> No, the slacker not going into the office. Okay, I see. I see. No, it's very 2022. No, no Al's already uh, expressed the benefits of working from home. Oh, oh yes, yes, it's yes, true. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't have to invest in a in a screen. If you've also, in- no, sorry, sorry. No, no, that's fine. No, it's just the professional bit. Well, can you carry on? But but also, if you were ever planning any kind of uh, like regular staff meetings, don't plan them for Mondays. Because there are so many Monday bank holidays, it drives me <laughs> mental. Yeah, we've got loads, and people want to keep this this special next one, don't they? For forever. No, no thanks. No, as a business owner, no, no thanks. As an, as, employee, as, as as an employee, employee, I'm happy with them. I was going to say, dude, as an employee, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I do wow. a lot of work for a. Com- a company in the eu where they don't have very many bank holidays so it doesn't matter to me i'm still working uh, anyway thank you for listening if you enjoyed it tell a friend about it uh, if you didn't enjoy it still tell a friend but tell them good things it's okay you can lie it's fine white lies are okay right keep your fingers crossed it's okay um and spread the word uh, just we want more people to listen and find out about loose dads the best thing you can do is go and subscribe or follow us at apple Podcasts and leave us a really nice five-star review with some lovely words and if you could do that we would be forever in your debt not officially that's not binding we will not pay you any money but we will definitely send you good vibes and hey that's good sometimes isn't it uh find out more at dadsnet.com about parenting and we will see you next week when hopefully sparky is back not hopefully because al was bad but you know because oh god i'm gonna get chucked off this podcast aren't i anyway thank you good night we're loose dads bye loose dads a dadsnet original podcast